Hey guys, just a heads up, this is a not safe for work podcast, so keep it in your pants until you won't get busted. <laughs> Orgasmic Terrorist, a podcast about acceptance around becoming authentic within our sexual exploration. Orgasmic Terrorist. Welcome to Orgasmic Terrace. Jenna and Sarah's here. Hi, guys. So what's so special about May? <gasps> May is awesome. May is masturbation month. Yeah. And so we are uh, celebrating masturbation and the yumminess of it and, you know, other stuff. Let's talk about all the things. Tell me about your masturbation. We already know the first time you had an orgasm, that was one thing, but What's your experience with masturbation? I guess, how often do you do it? How did you work through your shame of it? Did you ever have shame around masturbation? I never had shame around masturbation at all. It just wasn't something that was talked about or that I knew to do, or it just wasn't. For me, at least, it was something that you saw while watching a porno or whatever. But if you're not taught how to pleasure yourself or that it's okay, or it's an idea or whatever, and you only see it in these tawdry moments, Mm -hmm. doesn't really make the mind body connection. Maybe for some people, obviously some people see certain things and they're like, absolutely. That's for me. I didn't have any shame. It's just, I really enjoyed a penis. So if I wasn't getting sex when I was younger from you, I'll just go get it from whoever I can. Cause I had a lot in line at the time. Right. And it wasn't until when you're pregnant, it's a little different, right? You're like, fuck, I would love to go be a whore and get my needs met and all this stuff. That was, that's a volatile thing to, to <laughs> right. not a good relationship, not anything that would have been beneficial to me at all. So obviously for once my need to like, fuck you chilled out. So I didn't do that. And it wasn't, I can't even tell you when or why the second time or any times after that, that I masturbated, I think I kind of, no, I guess, no, I think I do remember. So, um, I was working at a casino. I think I was like 23. I just moved up to Oregon and all the cool kids had Thursdays off. So Thursdays we would do a bunch of stuff. There was naked trampoline jumping nights. We'd all go to the bars. We'd all hang out together on that Thursday because we were all off together. And we decided to go up to the fantasy in Eugene from where I lived. And I was like, I've never had a vibrator. I'd never had any toys really that I could ever remember. And I was like, I'm fucking like, I'm getting something. I want to know. Right. So I was single, uh, probably why I started masturbating. Actually, I was single, single mother of a young baby. Right. Um, and I bought like this hustler branded kit <laughs> and it had, like a huge pink, hard vibrator. Uh-huh. And add some like squishy, not the good, uh, not the good silicone. I think maybe a, a cock ring and just, it was a kit and it was right. a stupid kit, but I knew the name hustler. And so how could this be bad? And it was, it was kind of not great, but the little squishy things, I think I remember you could put them on the little bullets, which was the first toy that I ever fell in love with and realized that I could just literally hold that on my clit the whole time. And I was done in 30 seconds. So for me, I didn't really ever have shame around it. It's just not something that occurred to me until single mother and you're not fucking people. 
right. still going through a divorce, which was super nasty and bitter. So it's like, I just didn't have time for barely holding on with my teeth. I was 23, right. 24, I just moved to a whole nother state away from where I'd always been. I lost all my friends. I only have family. And I, it's not like I grew up with any of my family. I grew up visiting, you know, it was just so much new job, new baby, all this stuff. And I think I was just like, I'm going to do this. And I think that's just kind of where I, I started at mm. least in the sex toy journey, but definitely I would put that hand in hand, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, I don't know. It was just something that was pleasurable and you know what? It's a lot less complicated. I don't have to cuddle you. I don't have to make you a sandwich. I don't need to talk to you. If you piss me off and die in the middle, I can cuss at you. I can chuck you across the room. There's no attachment here. There's no, you know what I mean? It wasn't anything shameful for me. I, I used to masturbate. Oh my God. Constantly like every day, multiple times a day at work, in the bathroom, out in my car. I used to carry around a little lipstick literally looked like lipstick, but it was a vibrator, but the cab came off and it, the lipstick was the part that vibrated. What? Right, right. I rear-ended a guy in traffic once because I was masturbating and he figured out what I was doing. He was like, it's all right. Have a nice day. No way. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Traffic, stop and go. And I just, I had a clutch and I came and my foot slipped off the clutch and it was literally like a little tap, but yeah, he, he figured out because I threw it down in this seat and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And, and it was still buzzing in my seat. Oh my was, God. Like, oh my God. And I was just like, oh my God. That was probably, it was embarrassing, but I didn't have shame around it. Even, oh out, even when I fucking hit the guy, I still kept fucking doing it. But I don't know, as I've gotten older, I guess I haven't, you know, having two partners, I guess my needs are met. You know what I mean? And it's not that I feel like I'm being selfish if I do it. It's not. It just doesn't occur to me, I guess, anymore as much as it did. I still do, obviously, but it's not as often. Right. Or or you're focused on other things. Yeah, I mean, we both have so much going on in our lives. And I definitely think it would be, I'm sure it'll be another big part of my life at some point. But I just don't like it's interesting you should say that because it was never, I mean, when I'm really stressed and it's late at night, I'll masturbate. But I masturbate grinding, so it's, it's a different process. It's never on a vibrator. Ever since I was a child, it was always like finding that little edge to rub up against. And I remember masturbating at work in the dark room, and I needed that energy released because I was either stressed. And I was so embarrassed, not embarrassed, but I had some shame, I think. It was more like control. I, I remember masturbating one time and going, oh, my God, is this me controlling? Because I just heard the factoid that when men masturbate at work, it's like a fuck you to the boss kind of thing. You know, that was, I mean, I think that's the same thing for men taking dumps at work because they go in and they're there for fucking ever. It is definitely, I'm pooping on your dime. Right. And it's the same thing. It's I'm, I'm taking my own time and I don't fucking care. So I'm sure that's a little aspect of it. Men have needs too, and they get horny. And if they're virile and they want to go, then fucking why not? As long as you're not busted, you're not being illicit. You're not trying to get caught. You're not trying to bring other people into it. Fucking do you. Yeah. So I will say more often than not now, if I do masturbate, it is because I can't sleep. So I will, you know, I don't, my poor husband wakes up at the drop of a hat. And though he assures me (laughs) and I should take him up on it more, like, wake me up. It's fine. I just feel so bad when I can just knock it out in 30 seconds. So I will masturbate to sleep now, which kind of makes me sad. (laughs) I think a 
little, but it, it certainly works. Just flick the bean and then I'm going. I can just lay there silently and diddle my clit until I'm done. But then I'm already laying down and already in that place of rest. But with your type of masturbation, where it's that grinding thing, that's more activity. You have to be, you're up and you're yeah. working it out and you're rubbing on stuff. So I would seconds. It's like 30, 30. I can come in. Like oh, you can still do it. That, that's amazing. Oh yeah. And then I get that release and it's a hard release. It's not like when I have sex, I can have the multiples. Yeah. And then there it's one one and done when I do myself. Yeah, exactly. And I always wonder why that's like that, but so I will do that and then I will go to bed and then that little shame that I've had my whole life about it will come up and is like, why are you doing that? You're not normal because I'm grinding and, but then I'll go screw it. I had fun. Good night. Yeah. (laughs) You should. I have always loved the idea of humping pillows. It's always so hot to watch. And I think I've done it maybe once or twice. It was definitely something that I would like to get in more. I do think I had some feelings around it just because normally, or I will say normally in my life, the porns that I've watched Mm -hmm. around that are kind of like baby girl and stuff like that. And then I'm like, oh, I kind of have issue with that stuff, but (laughs) it's not for me, not because what they're doing or anything, but it's kind of like, eh, but I think what you're saying about why is it different when we do it ourselves, you got to remember it's our our spank bank conversation Mm -hmm. where everything is so distilled down into pure. And so you know how to touch yourself, you know, exactly what to do better than anybody else whatever stories going on in your head is going to be exactly what you want to see or think or feel or hear. Right. I suppose it's kind of the same thing with me thinking about how the males in my life masturbate. My husband's so adept at doing what he wants to do and getting it done. Just like we know how to do our own stuff. So when it comes to stuff like mutual masturbation, I feel like I'm the worst hand job giver ever. I would <laughs> love to be like a better hand job giver, but I'm so, cause you, you know, my husband's just like, bam, 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 done. Right. I'm like, right. okay, well, let me get the lube and let me try this hand. And now this hand's going numb and am I doing it right? And my nails are long and I get so in my head for that shit. Where with me for mine, I'm just like, touch the bean, rub it really light for 30 seconds and I'm done. Right. right. So I always am just fascinated with men and their masturbation. Um, Super healthy. Yeah. I love when back in the day when I was doing online dating and guys would send me, I would encourage them to send me stroking videos. I had a whole pocket full of these gorgeous men. I mean, men as in their penis and they're stroking it, no face, no whatever. Yeah. And then I, oh God, I love that. I don't know why. I do love watching men masturbate. I'm the same. It's been, my husband sends me them quite frequently and I, and I, I, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I I love it. And he's very artistic. Now I get black and whites and the angles are all there. (laughs) It's pretty great. I do love it. One guy that sent me one. Oh my God. I loved it. I masturbated to this video several times. And the funniest part about it was the way he, he was really good on angles and lighting because he looked like he was like seven and a half inches and just thick as ever. The man was only five, two and his penis was four and a half, but he had the angles down. Yeah. It looked so much, but, and even he looked bigger. Angles are everything. My love, they really are. I mean, that's how my, literally my ass cheeks, my booty got famous is just, I have this one particular angle way of taking it. And I take it that way every fucking time. And it, my ass looks fucking amazed balls from that. From that. I'm like, I look at it the rest of the time and I'm like, mm, bitch. 
<laughs> you know what you're doing. A little more, little more <laughs> tightening of the ass cheeks here and there. Some oh. more leg squats so I can raise my booty back up to where it needs to be. But no, I think okay. I, I love when people masturbate. It's a healthy form of communion with your body. It's that thing where you're connecting your mind and your body. And it, we, I think as a society, we have so few moments of that. Generally speaking for me, it's going to be during sex, whether it's with a partner or with myself, but it's a different, I don't know. It's just, it's so much more cathartic. I think masturbating to me is like serenity and I know I'm going to sleep after I come. (laughs) I know my brain's going to shut off all the endorphins have rushed in. Mama's sleepy now. She needs to go nine night. So there's a little bit different take on it now. But again, our ages change things too. Right. You know, what our necessity is around it, whether we have partners, whether we are not communing with our partners right now and we're super horny. If we've watched some show that's got us riled up, you and I certainly with all of the content material that we research all the time, it's hard not to be turned on quite a bit. I was listening to a uh, sexual intelligence today on the plane and was it was really good. I love the author and he went through a whole bunch of, in the beginning, I only made it like two chapters. He was explaining about sex drives. And as we get older, our sex drive kind of gears down and how, if you understand your sex drive, how you can gear it back up. That's what I was hoping what he was aiming for, but I'll I'll continue to look into it, but it was really good, really great voice. It's kind of sexy. So I was like going, Ooh, it was kind of nice. Okay. But I fell asleep to it instead. (laughs) Instead. Uh, Lots of birthday shenanigans that you were celebrating there. So you have every right to be probably overly mentally stimulated. Vegas can definitely do that to you. (laughs) It was fabulous. Oh, I was going to ask you what? around masturbation. Yes. So I find that every year on the last day of whatever age that is, uh-huh. I always try and masturbate and I always try and have sex. On your last day before? On my last day before my birthday. Really? Did you get yeah. it? Here? Yeah. I only got sex on my birthday. I didn't get it the day before. I, I was teasing everyone. This is my last day in the forties. I'm now going to a new decade. <laughs> So I've been always doing the grinding as a child. Even when I was younger, I was caught at school masturbating on the desk. Oh my goodness. Okay. In kindergarten, because it always felt good. I don't think I had the orgasms I have now. Do you remember how old you were when you first discovered that? Probably kindergarten. Okay. That's, that's actually quite normal. Yeah. I remember when my parents would leave, I would go find a favorite chair and then, because I knew they were gone and I could do it. Then I would go back to whatever I was doing. And I remember one time I tried to do it three times in a day and I couldn't do it, but I was a teenager, had all this hormones rushing through me and I just couldn't get to three because it, it gets tired and worn out the way that I did that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like dead for a week. That's why we use lube. You're right. Lately though, I got the thumper gun, which is the muscle gun for therapists. I'm sorry. Did you say you got one of those or did we get multiple? I have two. What was the reasoning behind the two? Did we break the first one already? No, because the second one had more attachments. (laughs) (laughs) And now I have two of those thumper guns and I really like them. So I can go a lot longer by myself, but I still can't get that one orgasm that I can get from grinding. Isn't that weird? Like I can have multiple by myself now. Years you've been doing the grinding, you have perfected that, right? Right, so no, it's not weird. Plus, it's an entirely different sensation, 
Right. You're literally beating the shit out of your pussy with that thumper gun. Like that's a massage gun. Yeah, I know. Soft head and it's like an Uzi on your clit. And it feels so good. Pressure of just like rocking back and forth. It's totally, totally okay. separate. I remember my lover and I were doing our connection moment and I pulled it out and I had the most amazing orgasm with his help. And it was awesome. He helped me masturbate. But you know, when I was younger, I never could masturbate in front of, I like, I didn't even own grinding until maybe three years ago. I wouldn't tell anybody that's how I masturbated. I actually faked orgasms so that nobody knew. That's how shameful I was about the grinding. What do you think you're, sh- I mean, no, and it's only the grinding that you have shame around or was yeah. it just all sex in general? No, just the grinding. It was super Why weird. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe because I thought it was weird or odd. But then I started to see it on Pornhub or porn.com or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God. And then watching the numbers climb, they had 40,000 views. And I'm like, really? People watch this? (laughs) People are like, oh, this is normal then. Okay, fine. Then once I started to realize that there is a genre behind it, then I was like, okay, I can do that. I also challenge too that you really seemingly from our conversations have really only started to get to know your body body in the last several years. So I would imagine anything around that is is just kind of a taboo topic. Now it's obviously a different story. Now you're like, I'll talk about all of it. Masturbation's a super great way to get to know your body. I remember doing kind of what you're saying too. I'm curious. I would like to hear from our listeners. How many of you have actually sat with a mirror in front of your pussy and looked down to look at your pussy? I actually haven't. The only way I've seen I know I've seen my pussy is by videos when we were having sex or yeah. When something's coming in and out of it, or there's a, there's a close-up pussy shot, but you know, that's, it's so important to know your body. Can you name all of the parts of your vagina, like the menorah and the majora and the clit and all the steps? Masturbation is part of that. Knowing how your body is built, knowing how the parts work together and making all of those things, tools to help get you off. It's, and masturbation was part of it. It's just such a good low pressure way to learn your body. Uh huh. Get to know what that sucker looks like down there. <laughs> Do you remember the movie fried green tomatoes? One of my favorites. Edgy thread good. Yes. The part was with Kathy Bates when she went with those women and they were telling her that she should look at her who on she ran out of her. That would have been me. <laughs> then is it still going to be you now? No. Now it's like, damn, put that shit all over the place. Let me see it. You know? I just want all of our listeners to know that I'm literally texting you what your pussy is. Like everything's labeled. Right. And then that's your homework, Miss Sarah. Oh, yes. I need to learn. Oh, yes. Oh, now I know what it looks like. Hey, we'll put it up on the website in our gallery so people can find it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So once you do that, right, mm-hmm. you need to know all the names of your parts down there. I encourage people to bust out a mirror and to look at it and, and place what you're, yes, what you're seeing in your little diagram of all your vaginal parts, because there are so much more than cock and balls, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot going on. And then, you know, look in the mirror, identify those parts on yourself, figure out where your clit is, ladies, figure out what it actually looks like and how it is aligned in your body. That's another diagram that I would love to get up for everybody to see. It is not just your little man in the boat. It is so much bigger and more beautiful. 
and positioned in a way that does not make sense to me when I first saw it. I was like, wait, it's like, it's all that back there. <laughs> so you can reach your clit through your vaginal canal on the backside. It wraps around so much in there. So find your clit, touch it, figure out what feels good. Okay. Maybe it's a super light glancing wet rub. Maybe it's a tapping motion. Maybe it's a like, you're going to hold that sucker between your fingers and rub the shit out of it. Do all the things to figure it out. And then just understand that you have other parts too. touch the other parts, figure out if you like your lips incorporated, if your labia majora stroked or your vaginal opening poked. I love that with like just a finger not poked in, but just on the outside and just kind of rubbing back and forth in that vaginal opening. You might want to touch your butthole. See if you like that. Also any and all of the feelings that come up with it, right? If you have shame, if you have fear, if you have whatever, maybe you're going to be elated. Maybe you're going to be super excited. Sit with those feelings and think about them. And hopefully you have some girlfriends that you can talk to too. <laughs> yes, That's right. a huge thing. I always love talking to people. Well, I mean, this is kind of our jobs now at this point is talking about sex all the time. But I think I love most discovering when people share, when they're vulnerable and they share what works for them. I'm always like, that's fucking fascinating. And I picked up some wonderful tips along the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's my advice anyway. That's hilarious. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think once we, we honor our body, that's what's what it comes down to. You explore it, you honor it, you love it getting to love our body. And I think that's what was interesting about the, the movie was that she was being told to do that. She was being guided, but then she was afraid of it. She ran, which is what most people back in that time. And even still now people are not exploring the body. They're not taking the time to get to know the parts like me. I mean, I can, I know the parts now I have the names and I've touched each one of these parts, but didn't know that they were like different names. I didn't know there were two layers of lips. I learned oh. that from the principle of pleasure. That show is really staggering. Like I, 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 I can't remember what it was, but in the first, as much as I talk about vaginas and vaginal health and sex and all this stuff there, the first episode, and I need to go back and watch it. I was like, what, how the fuck did I miss that one? You know? So definitely look, look into stuff like this. There's books on masturbation. There's shows on masturbation. It's more, I think. The stance for me is doing everything I can to support de-shamifying everything. Right. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing that keeps people from doing anything in their life is the shame that we give ourselves around any of it. People can do it. They don't have to do it. Any gender does it. It's totally normal. If you start when you're a kid, it doesn't, it's just a great, you know, people do it for, like we've said, pleasure. They do it for sexual release. If their partners are gone, they do it out of boredom. They do it because they can't sleep. They do right. it for like all these different reasons. And there's nothing, pick your poison. Doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong answer to that. Whatever form of masturbation you have, you know, it doesn't make you blind. It doesn't make you crazy. You're not going to damage your sex organs by doing it. You're not going to have hairy hands from doing it. You know, none of what you hear out there. My sister was married to her first husband and he loved to go find, um, what were they called? They were etiquette, but there's another word when you were prim and proper 
and you had to follow certain protocols. So these were these books and they were guides or rules for men. And it was 1903. That's when the books were written. Yeah. And he, he loved to go through them and highlight because they had sections on there about masturbation. And it's like, you cannot touch any part of your member when you are around other men or other boys or something like there were distinct rules for masturbation. I it was all written via the church and their opinions. Oh, as well. yeah. Yes, of course. Don't touch yourself around other men. It could make you gay. Don't touch yourself around other women. It could make you gay. We all know that that's a bunch of bullshit. You know, the the etiquette now is wash your hands. Always want to wash your hands. You know, use a good lubricant. Spit is great. I use spit all the time. But if you tend to have a dry moment or whatever, which totally for women is a thing all the time, um, which is no shame, by the way, it just fucking happens. So just use that because it lowers friction and causes less tearing and damage to it. If you're going to use a toy, make sure those are clean. Make sure that you're not sharing toys with other people. Toys should really just be your toys. You shouldn't really share those with other people. So whatever, if you're going to masturbate on a pillow, make sure it's clean when you start. Wash the pillowcase when you're done. But all of that's just sanitary. Right. As far as the rest of it goes, do you. (laughs) Right. Everything clean. Wash when you're done. You know, obviously the best thing to always do would to be to take a shower and wash. Um, I'm guilty of not doing that quite a bit. Um, but I always do generally try to, especially if there's lube involved because lube staying in your hoo-hoo area can cause bacteria, can cause smell, can cause dryness, irritation, rashy stuff. So I at least try and go in there with a hot washcloth if a shower is not available and wash it and then dry it off and, and away you go. But it's such a good way to learn what you like. And you don't have people, you don't have to fake it in front of somebody. There's no pressure to like give them what they need or what you think they want or whatever that stuff. According to Better Health Channel, masturbation is a safer form of sex. It could be when you're individual or with a sex partner. General health benefits of masturbation. Mm -hmm. helps in relaxation promotes better sleep which is why we generally do it right before we go to bed it releases the brain opiates the uh, neurotransmitters the endorphins reduces stress and enhances self-esteem which is interesting i was gonna say body image and self-esteem also i don't know if women know this but it can help uh, relieve menstrual cramps you're mm-hmm. on your period and muscle tension and definitely always your pelvic floor health yeah. is ideal, which also women don't talk about nor probably know much about all of that good stuff. I do think it's interesting that there was such a shame behind it. I was reading stuff, even Freud had different opinions on masturbation and that it was an offense to your body back in the day, a negative connotation to self-indulgence or they also called it solitary vices when you would pleasure yourself you weren't benefiting anybody so it was wrong and I think it's that's so interesting now it's oh everybody masturbates (laughs) I think we are of the generation I think a lot of work has been done and promoted and thank God for education and sex educators and Planned Parenthoods and all of these organizations and there's a million of them out there that that do a better job of deshamifying all these things right You know, I definitely think that the newer generations aren't going to have the hangups that we have. And 
there shouldn't be any shame about discovering your body and loving your body and becoming more embodied and mindful. Right. It so breaks my heart when people have those moments of just absolute body blocks, sexuality blocks, shame spirals. You were talking about, you were talking about being raised, um, Lutheran. I was raised a non-denominational Christian Mm. and they never talked about it. It wasn't a thing in the classes. I don't ever remember being told not to touch my body, not, or any sin behind it. It was all implied from what my mom said from the influences of other people. And so having to undo all of those scripts in my head or things that I used to it's, it's a big step. And I love, now I love, I don't think shame when I masturbate. I know that's a big deal. The last time I masturbated, I was like, oh my God, I love this. This is awesome. You know, 30 that's seconds exciting. later, I was sound asleep. <laughs> yeah. And it could be a myriad of things, right? If you, it's like a don't ask, don't tell. If you don't, if you don't ask, you're not going to know, you're not going to have conversations around it. You're not going to have any understanding. And inherently, sex is a shameful thing, especially for women. Right. Especially for just enjoying pleasure for pleasure. If you historically look at at how sex has been doled out, you know, I think we're coming into now more women going, no, fuck you. I'm doing this too. Everybody should just be able to fucking be the sexual. Come up with your own hottest sexual movie in your head. What's that look like? Right. And figure that out. If you're more mental or if you're more physical, or if you like the deprivation of light or sound or senses or, but we, we, we deem all these things abnormal or shameful like you're just supposed to have babies with sex well then tell me this if you were lucky enough to have that teachings and you were still lucky enough to figure out how to fucking orgasm what the fuck's the point of that right right you know what i mean well i i think about nowadays i was talking to several of my friends and how they're raising their kids as parents what can we do to support our children there we go I remember when I was younger, um, I caught my son at five masturbating. Oh God. I have so many. In my truck. Uh So I went to, we went to go somewhere and I ran inside to go unlock a door and I told him to stay in the car and and he said, okay, mom. And I came back out and he's literally pants down, dick in hand Uh and he's going at it. And we just did a thing in college of talking about sex and the shame that we could include. In those moments, we can impede in that time. And so I turned around and I said, this is not the time and the place. My truck is not it. You can do that in your room, but not my truck. And so he's like, yes, mom, got dressed and went in to do what we were doing. And I'm like, okay, good. All right. I think I handled that right. Kudos for mom. But then afterwards, he understood that if there was any questions, he could come to me. I wasn't going to shame him for. I just think it's an age appropriate conversation. My kiddo, I had many of those. That little dude was a naked dude. I have so (laughs) many masturbation stories from my kid that traumatized the fuck out of me as his mother, uh, which would promptly make me just go have a glass of wine out on the porch so I could like compartmentalize what the fuck just happened. He would, there was the funniest story ever. I think he was probably, I don't know. Three or four. Ah, uh, I'd say three. Okay. Comes walking out of his room, naked as a jaybird. He's got his little heart on going and he's just like rubbing it like a 
like a washboard motion, just, just <laughs> bing, 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 rubbing it. Right. Not, wow. not stroking it with a hand, but just like his two little hands were just kind of patting it left and right, just like a cat or something. And right. I looked at him and I was like, Whoa, buddy. I go, if we need private time, it's totally fine. She need to go into your room. He's like, okay. And like, literally doesn't even stop. Does this U-turn as he, he keeps doing his diddling. Walks back in his room, comes back two seconds later and goes, ah, mom, you broke it. Now I got to start over. And I was like, go see your dad. I can't, what the fuck did you just say to me? Oh my God. And I was just like, go see your dad. And I just walked out and I left. I didn't want him to be shamed of what he said. Again, we have these adult perceptions and we put these connotations on what our children mean. They're discovering their bodies too. So I definitely didn't want to be like you little fucking bastard. I thought I don't want to see that go away. Like a sex thing. You know, it was, it was just like, oh my God, I have to like, I have to deal with a boy in their penis and man, do they get after it? And that's the other thing is I didn't have any girls growing up. So I would love to hear if it's the same for little girls, what their, what your experience with girls is like, did you have to tell your girls to go have private times? How do you support that? Me being a girl growing up the way I grew up, that wasn't even an option. I definitely do remember times of the grinding that you're saying as a child. I remember huge shame around it for sure. Right. I guess there you go. I guess that would be like kind of my first masturbationist thing, but I never took it far enough. It was just kind of this, Ooh, and then I would get shame about it. And then I would stop. And then I wouldn't think to do it again or whatever. Age appropriate conversations are important. You don't have to get down with everything that your kid says, right? you know, you should be educated. You should be willing and available for them to talk to you about it. And if you can't get over whatever aspect that is for yourself, then please find somebody that they can go talk to. And in a non-shaming way, I, I, I can't tell you how many parents have sent their kids my direction. Like, can you please, I don't, I'm not comfortable. I don't have the information. I don't know how to age appropriately say these things. And it's generally because kids in public school, public right, school right. fucking sucks. Uh, any schools, I had to have so many conversations because of public school, <laughs> like traumatizing, have somebody for them to go talk to, but right. there's plenty of stuff online now too, where sex education is key and being open and honest with your child in an age appropriate way. I wouldn't say like, buy your kid a vibrator at 13. <laughs> I would say, no, let's not go for broke. Let's have conversations and listen because they're telling you what other people are talking about right now. Right. And I really liked how you shared some techniques and that you really encourage the self-exploration. I think that's the key thing. I think loving oneself, because that's the one thing we've been talking about a lot is self-love and finding out what's special about your body. We talked about the vagina, but the areolas and the boobs are all sensitive parts too. It can Absolutely. Finding out how those incorporate together, how they work together is that's why we're celebrating the masturbation month. Go out there and find out what works for you. It doesn't have to just be your genitals, you know, maybe it's soft touches on your neck. Maybe it's whispers in your, well, listening to something, whatever that is, gets you off. That's the most important part and educating yourself. There's so much out there now that you can go and 
and look into and and education is always power always knowledge is power so let's encourage everybody to go self-explore try to masturbate a lot this month <laughs> yeah at least try once at least do me a favor and try once <laughs> <laughs> well i think i will tonight so there you go Perfect. <laughs> that, i'm in note. on my own i'm in <laughs> you're on your own <laughs> You over there, me over here, we're good. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> so on that note, I want to say, go be good humans. Go be good humans, guys. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening and supporting our podcast. Just to let you know, you can check us and all of our resources out at orgasmicterrorist.com, or you can leave us a message by calling 503-451-5234. Go be great humans to each other. It's like, what's the ultimate rejection when your hand falls asleep when you're masturbating? <laughs> Actually, that's pretty good. <laughs> or what's the most sensitive part of a guy's anatomy while he's masturbating? His ear. No. Yes, his ear. <laughs> yes, yes. Why? <laughs> there, you're always, I feel like that's for anybody. Like you're always listening for somebody to come. Like sometimes that's the biggest turn on is like maybe getting busted right that's true oh, i hadn't thought about that definitely want to put that in my spank bank material <laughs> here's here's another one once i stole a vibrator i did it for the buzz i like that <laughs> <Do you? laughs> oh my god <laughs> or what did the banana say to the vibrator your splits what are you shaking about she's gonna eat me <laughs> Oh my God, 